2: Skinner, if you missed the open, you really missed out on the Leonard Skinner and history lesson. We sure did learned that the great Gary Rossington left the uh, this mortal coil yesterday at 71 years old. The last founding member of Leonard Skinner, one of my favorite bands of all time. Their first show ever, Ben, ever like their first big show,
3: like other than
2: other than playing in the honky Donks. Like community, yeah, bars, bars yeah.
3: local, but like an actual promoted so, show.
2: So, The Who. Comes to Jacksonville, Florida, and they're like, we need to find a local band to open for us. And somebody goes, well, what about these guys, Leonard Skinnerd?" And they're like, yeah, we're in. And they go, their first band ever it was at the <laughs> Cow Palace, and they opened for Skinnerd, or opened for The Who. Their very first band. That day, Keith Moon, the drummer for The Who, world famous, was dosed by somebody with some sort of narcotic and was out. Couldn't play drums. Possibly himself. Possibly himself. You never do know. <laughs> So, the drummer for Skinnerd Steps filled in. in and played with the Who, their very first show, and that's when they and they became great friends with the Who. Now you, An unlikely uh, friendship, I would say. the The dapper Englishman from England and the hillbilly uh, guys from the swamps of Florida. They became really great friends. Now
3: you made a great observation off the air about uh, original Leonard Skinnerd member. Is it
2: Ronnie Van Sant? Uh, yeah, Ronnie Van Sant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. It's the coolest last name ever. I, I feel like if your name, if your last name is Van Zant, a people are terrified
3: of you. Yeah, like,
2: I, I get it. And like you put our names with Van Zant, we're the baddest mofo's in town. Steve, Steve, Van, Steve Stevie Van Zant. Yeah, which he's I,
3: he already exists. Exists. But he was on The Sopranos. Yep.
2: Ben Van Zant. Benjamin Van, ben, ben, no, just Ben. Ben Van. Ben Van Zant yeah. and Paul Van Zant. Those guys will They're kick your ass, and they they'll are. take your girl from yeah. you real quick. Van Zant. Oh, stay away from the Van Zant boys. Uh, what what
3: <laughs> what name doesn't go well? Is there is there Fred Van Van
2: Zant. Even that's not bad.
3: Wilbur Van Zant. Even that's pretty hard ass. Van Zant really makes every name a little bit tougher and cooler.
2: Why wouldn't you have called your band just Van Zant? That is a good. like Van Halen, but Van Van Zant. Van in front of things is very cool. (laughs) Very cool. So there you go. That was
3: uh, my little, another history nugget about the great Leonard Skinner. (laughs) Um, All right, let's uh, get to today's Ronald Report. Let's do it. I'm looking forward to this audio. And get things started here with our. Edition, today's edition of the Rindle Report.
1: Now tune into the motherf***ing greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report. With Paul Reindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet.
4: We'll start off in Major League Baseball.
1: And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, biatch? It's the Reindel Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you
3: ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please.
1: <laughs> that was good.
5: Can I get a holy?
1: All
2: right. All right. All right. It has totally replaced your all right.
3: All right.
2: The carving guy's all right has replaced Paul Reindel's all right.
3: Who knew that all right could be said so many different <laughs> and interesting
2: ways? Fine by me. Even if the carving guy's last name was Van Zant, he'd still be the coolest carving name. guy Van, <laughs> Van Zant. Zant. He would be the coolest. Whatever his name is.
4: All right, we will get to the audio. I've been uh, telling you guys about it, I think, during the breaks here for about an hour. I found this audio of Giants play-by-play broadcaster John Miller, one of just the absolute best.
2: I know it's Giants loving to love John I know. Miller, but I love John Miller. I will say it unabashedly. I have always been
3: a massive... I mean, he had his day where he was the main ESPN guy yep. on the Sunday Night Baseball. And Joe, Morgan, and Joe Morgan. Then went back to just kind of doing his Giants thing, but he's been around for decades He now.
2: is. His voice is so soothing. It's a lot like Don's. Don, I get that same vibe. They sound like they baseball. They sound like baseball to me. Yeah, yeah. they so, really do.
4: John Miller's been around the block for quite some time, and he knows how everything goes. He knows, especially during spring training. So over the weekend, the Giants and the Diamondbacks on Saturday, (laughs) they played a split squad game, and John Miller was on the call, Giants at Diamondbacks, and he was very very upset. He was peeved with the Diamondbacks, and in particular, the Diamondbacks PR department. Oh boy! Uh, PR departments will give visiting broadcasters a whole pamphlet with notes, statistics, more stuff than you could uh, ever imagine. Pronunciations yep. and hey, during spring training, that stuff's important because when number 94 comes into the game in the fifth inning or something who is he we talked
3: to jesse Jesse about this and you know it's gotten better over the years used to be back in the day you wouldn't even know who 97 was when they were coming in the game but since then pr departments have done a better job of making sure hey every name's there you get a little biographical information they're not leaving the broadcasters in the lurch for the most part Listen to about a minute
4: of audio here where uh, John Miller just goes off on the Diamondbacks, gets a little petty, calls them the Bush League D-backs. It's spicy.
1: Here's a curveball, and that's in for a strike. I'm guessing, I have to guess, the D-backs decided, ah, the heck with the big leagues. Let's just not be a big league team for the split squad. Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch. And a fastball swung out and missed by Bryce Johnson. It's one and two. They have sent no public relations people over here. No information about who the manager is or anything at all about it. So if they don't want to be a big league team, we'll just treat them like a sandlock team. So they give us no information about anything. So one of those guys in a red shirt managing. And a right-hander, one of their right-handers on the mound. And there's a ball up and away. Three and two, the cat. I mean, there are certain things that go along with being a big league team, oh. like try to act like a big league team. Oh my God. Three and two, the cat to Bryce Johnson. Here's Sacconi and the pitch is bounced to second, over to his right, backhanding it, Castillo. And he throws out Johnson at first. See, I even had names, I did a little homework on what little we have, which is <laughs> nothing whatsoever from the uh, the Bush League D backs. Oh, we go I, to the. Th-
3: ouch! <laughs> ouch! <laughs> Sounds very I can see this. Bo- I can Woods. see this both ways. What? Well, you've got two games. You you've got a limited staff. And maybe you can't. You just double print. You can't. You know. You don't have enough people to put together notes for both games at the same time. But they got nothing, though. Yeah,
4: every team has split squad games. Yeah, that's not the first time
2: they ever done split squad. So here's what you do. We're understaffed, which is garbage anyway. We here's one big printout. And you're gonna have to see who's ninety seven. Well, I mean and- I can
3: go onto the Diamondbacks website. They there's numbers attached to all the coaches and players. Right. So I could click on if he saw that in a, you know, number eighty two was managing the team, I could tell you that's Jeff Bannister, the bench coach. Oh, Benny Rooster. Who's, who's managing the team right there. I mean, it's not impossible. I could go to So your, he, you're saying John Miller is yeah. a
2: giant diva.
3: Well, I mean a little a little bit. Ooh. He could he could have said, Oh, is that number 90 who's gone into the game to pitch? That's Brandon Fat. <laughs> That's his name.
2: I don't want to hear any Ooh. jokes about me. Well, it's spelled
3: P F A A D T. Fat. 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 <laughs> How'd you gain all the weight? No, it's just fat. Fat. Or number 91, the right-hander is Mitchell Stumpo, is into the game. I mean, you can at least put a name with the numbers. He's gotten so, eu- I mean, he's been doing this for 50 years. He's gotten so used.
2: You're saying John Miller's gotten so used to being spoon, a little dependent, maybe on the fed. Yeah,
3: I mean, you know, sometime... you don't some always have when, to
2: play devil's advocate. At some Just time, time when FYI. he
3: was coming up, he had to do. He didn't get notes for every single game he's ever broadcast. Number ninety-six, PJ Higgins. They got nothing. PJ. Though. They got nothing. They didn't get nothing. anything. Other than, you can go on the website. Go to the website. That's all I'm saying. Move
4: on in the uh, NBA last night. Giannis Antetokounmpo had a uh, triple double that he secured in Did the very, he? very final Did seconds. Uh, I I kind of liked this. I thought it was so. He had twenty three points. He had thirteen assists. He had nine rebounds. And with about six, seven, eight seconds left, now the game was close. The, the final score was one seventeen to one eleven. Milwaukee beat the Wizards six points you'll see it right six seven eight points even the team will keep fouling and keep trying to chip away at that score then finally you know they go for one last push try to get steal or something and then they realize all right the the ball got past half court this game is now over and everybody just kind of lets up so Giannis has the ball at about the three-point line there's one defender he's the only one on the court at that end of the court and the defender, just, the game's over. He gave up. So Giannis just kind of walks towards the hoop. Time is ticking. It's like three, two, and he needed one more rebound for a triple-double. So he just kind of threw the ball off the backboard to himself and caught it as time ran out. <laughs> a little <laughs> cheap. A little a little chintzy on the, <laughs> on the rebound there. He said after Come the it. game, I was thinking about scoring the ball, but I feel like in those situations it's best to just kind of keep the ball But yeah, I just tried to play the game smart and kind of stole one. Like he could have easily just laid it up for another two points. Not, not, a, not a, a 9 damn,
3: point damn point or thing or Now, if it. he had had like four more seconds, he could have done it like seven times and finished with 16 <laughs> rebounds in the game. Now, that hurts his shooting percentage, though, because obviously he gets a missed shot right? for each one of those. So yeah, I'll take, take the triple-double, though. There's a trade-off. <laughs> but for one missed shot for a triple-double, done. it's probably a, funny. an easy win for Giannis there.
2: Also, it doesn't hurt that he's the most likable human in the NBA, right? It does not hurt one Absolutely one of if my this favorites. Was, can't, can't do any wrong. If this was <laughs> Russell Westbrook, Ben would have opened the show with it today. <laughs> Loathing Russell Westbrook in his streak of triple double. Fair enough. But it's Giannis, so you go.
3: <laughs> you laugh at oh, That's Giannis. By the way, uh, good win for the Lakers yesterday. No over one cares. The can you qu-
2: quickly? Can you see your stats?
3: Can you see? Usually the the scoreboard yeah, has. has points, rebounds, okay. and assists up there yeah, most like on most modern NBA scoreboards. Because it's like the corner yeah. of the... yeah. This joke's been made screen. before,
2: but it's like Ice Cube messed around and got a triple-double. He's keeping his stats <laughs> in a pickup game, right. which never fails to make me laugh. And He's like... <laughs> All right, I got six, four, shoot, chop there's No, there's score, no me, scoreboard no score at
3: pick-up, pickup game. Yeah. Pick-up game. <laughs> I did
4: that in like middle school, even high school. If we were like JV or freshman team that didn't keep stats, yeah.
3: I'm like, I'm keeping my stats
4: <laughs> this year. Mess around, got a triple double again. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it important kills
2: me every
3: time. I, one of my summer jobs actually is I kept stats for like one of those summer tournaments. Yeah. for a week, and we had like an electronic stat box every game. Either a player or a coach would come by and say, oh, I think you got one of those wrong. Like, of course. I had one more rebound there. Like, dude, I'm doing this entire thing by myself. Every single stat. You're <laughs> lucky that I'm as close as I, I am on that. They didn't give you any details for that, much like John Miller. You just have it to figure it out. On yeah, the, I did. I got no nats. Good for you. No notes. All
4: right, and finally, uh, Netflix had a little event over the weekend. First time ever, Netflix did a live comedy special. It was at 7 p.m. here on the West Coast. And I got to say, I tuned in and I really enjoyed it. It felt like an event. Uh, it wasn't a recorded special that was being released on Saturday. It was live. I did not know that. Yeah. Chris. Rock, I watched it on Sunday. It was Chris Rock who has made a lot of money with Netflix and all his stand-up specials over the last few years. But um, they did a pre-show at 6 30 from 6 30 to 7 at the comedy store i think in los angeles and they had a bunch of celebrities there and then the show was being taped well recorded in baltimore maryland so at 10 o'clock on the east coast and they're like all right we're getting ready like chris is backstage and they had all these celebrities a bunch of saturday night live people dana carvey uh leslie jones uh, Arsenio Hall was part of the pre-show. It was it was actually really so entertaining.
2: They, they did a live Chris Rock concert.
4: Live Chris Rock concert, and you can like. There's one point he even screwed up like a joke, and he goes, ah, "I I have that one up," and like if that was a recorded special, just they would have completely edited out. I really enjoyed it, and I kind of hope that Netflix continues this. Uh, as for the special itself, what's
2: the, what's the difference for you? Like because because it's, it's comedy, th- I don't care. It, I just want to see it. I want to see it at its.
4: It felt like like I didn't even know it was happening that night yeah. until about five o'clock. I saw something that said, "Oh, it's, oh, that's tonight," and we were just hanging out at home. Watching and I go, that. "Boom, seven o'clock. We have something to watch tonight." Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, but let me ask you this: because I like it on... had it been released at midnight on Friday night or something, like most of their programs right. are, I would have gotten to it when I got. to Yeah, it. yeah,
2: for sure. Let me ask you this question, Paulie. I watched maybe 20 minutes and I'm going to I was like I'm going to catch 20 minutes as I'm going to come back to it for sure. Has he has he kept his fastball in your opinion? I think so.
3: Has he? I think so. he got was, off uh, to
2: a bit of a rough start in the, the little that I watched of it. We
3: played some of the comments, the jokes about Will Smith.
4: Yeah, but I missed
2: that last part. Last so, night
3: on Channel 10. Yeah,
4: that's the, I mean, everybody was want. tuning yeah. in
3: for that. We have it's some... almost
4: a year later now, right? From the, the slap at the Oscars, he waited until probably the last 10, 10, 15 minutes. You play Freebird is your last song. Bro, he... He went in. All right, on Let's, Will can we hear and something? Jada. Yeah. I got a little bit here, um, but I would I would say that if you took out those ten minutes on Will Smith, it was still a good special. Okay. First of
2: all, I know you can't tell on camera. Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. We are not the same size. We can't. Okay. We are
6: not. Scott, this guy, Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. If I'm in a movie
1: getting open-heart surgery, I got on a sweater. <laughs> Will Smith played Muhammad Ali in a movie. You think I auditioned
6: for that part? He played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. <laughs> I played a piece of corn in Pootie Tang.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, not bad.
4: It was good. I, I played was, uh, a piece of corn, <laughs> pooty tag. I, I would
3: suggest going back and watching it. Those, right. those last ten minutes, man.
2: I saw a little bit on Twitter and went, "Ooh, spicy! Yeah, spice." Now he's
3: not hosting this year. Jimmy Kimmel is going to be hosting on next Sunday. <laughs> yeah, will, br- will
2: he do a throwback to it? <laughs> I don't Over know. under on we'll that see. is decided. There the was video. a.
3: They had a funny commercial. They did Top Gun Maverick send up with John Hamm and. Jimmy Kimmel and Billy Crystal. Solid. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty funny. As, want to as check for it the out. format in general, I'm fine with it.
2: Solid. It okay. Funny.
4: Good. All right.
2: What's it called? Uh, uh, selective. It? Selective. Chris Rock. I thought it was like Unleashed or something. Yeah.
4: Can't find it now.
2: Selective Outrage. Selective Outrage is the name of it. All right. And it's on Netflix. You Good title,
3: too. I yeah. Like
4: so it. the pre, and they did a post show with Dana Carvey, David Spade, Kareem Abdul Jabbar was there. The pre and the post, you had to catch those live. The actual special will be uploaded to Netflix like any other one. Will you watch it, Benjamin?
3: Uh, I've already watched it uh, quite a bit of it. Actually, Did you? Yeah, from from last from night. The the I, I caught Carter, at least seven or eight minutes. He went on, it's like fifty minutes. Now. I know. I haven't watched it all. But <laughs> I went off on the one.
4: Kardashians for about ten minutes. That was probably my favorite part after the all Will Smith right.
2: stuff.
3: I'm on board. I'll check it out. Good job on the round report Pauly. today. If you had to make a putt to win 3.6 million dollars I know exactly the length putt you would want to have to make. Yeah. I uh, happened yesterday some good golf actually. We can talk about that. Uh, more Padres, maybe some phone calls. 833-288-0973. We've talked pitch clock, we've talked Blake Snell, Got into some serious, some Mike Clevenger talk as well. If you want to join us, give us a call. We'll come back after a check of traffic with more Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
5: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: All you golfers out there, the Bennett Woods Open taking place Thursday, April 6th out at Rancho Bernardo Inn. We were there a couple of weeks ago. It is in prime condition. I don't think I've ever seen RBN playing as nicely as it did. And I assume it'll be just like that for our tournament as well. The greens were fast and smooth and pristine. The course was lush and green, looking great. And uh, you can start signing up for the tournament on Wednesday, March 2nd. That's when slots go on sale. So uh, circle that on your calendar and be ready. Thanks so much to our sponsors, Travis Matthew. Daily engineering, sombreros, Mexican food, all part of the uh, people helping make it happen. Our second Ben and Woods Open is less than a month away. Actually, exactly one month away. Today is uh, March 6th, one month from today, April 6th. Yeah. Not bad. Also the first day of the Masters. It is. And uh, one player you'll see at the Masters will be Kurt Kitayama. Uh, he definitely punched his ticket with a win yesterday, beating a... A very loaded leaderboard at the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill in Orlando. You had uh, Roy McIlroy in the lead for a while. Jordan Spieth made an early run up at the lead. Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, all on the leaderboard. And then there's this kid from Chico, went to UNLV. Was not even his uh, top player on the team. Was like the number three, four guy on the on the college golf team. But grinded on the you know the mini tours in Asia and Europe. And finally made his way to the PGA Tour. Had never won, but was in this loaded field. Did not necessarily, you know, play perfectly on the weekend. In fact, he had balls out of bounds on both Saturday and Sunday. Made a triple bogey yesterday. Normally yeah. normally that takes just about anybody out of contention. Uh, especially a guy who hasn't been there before. But he had one thing that everyone else didn't. He was making putts from all over the place. Uh, I think he made like a 100 and... Sixty-five feet worth of putts or something yesterday. It's insane, including a birdie at seventeen to break a log jam at eight under. So he had a one-stroke lead going into the 18th hole. I can't even imagine I can't the nerves.
2: Even, uh, just sick. Life-changing
3: money with life all changing of
2: the duds around you e- too.
3: Everything and all you need to do is par, but it's a really tough hole. There's water and sand on the right, big deep rough, and his tee shot, unsurprisingly, pulls left into the deep, <laughs> deep rough. <laughs> And they're saying on the broadcast, what, what's his chance to make par from there? They're going, uh, maybe 50-50. Coin flip. I mean, most guys haven't even gotten it on the green from there. But he could get up and down. You know, he could still make a par. It's a really good shot onto the safe side of the green. But he's a long way away, almost 50 feet away. And the, the greens have been glass. No one's making anything. Even the top players in the world are taking, like, 12-feet putts and they're knocking them six feet by. They are so fast and so tough. But he goes up and steps up to this 47-foot putt. I, I can't even imagine what that must feel like, knowing I just need to get this down in two, and I win my first-ever PGA Tour event.
2: Guaranteed three putts. 47 that's I'm, I'm, on glass, 47. I mean, 47 you guaranteed. leave it 10 maybe feet maybe four. short.
3: You knock it maybe 15 four. feet by. <laughs> so many things can go wrong. But he, he hits the putt, and it's it's looking pretty good. I mean, it's it's breaking up way. He goes way to the left. It's breaking down to the right. And I'm going, this is tracking, it's tracking close. The thing rolls up, and it's going straight in the cup. It starts slowing down. It literally stops on the edge of the hole. It's like it's hanging halfway over the edge. You can see on the close-up on the camera, part of the ball is suspended over the cup, and it doesn't fall in, but he doesn't need it to. He doesn't need that to win. He just needs the 2 putts. He needs so, to make that one. So he ends up with literally like a one-millimeter putt. For the win, $3.6 million. He goes up. He he marks it. Because, you know, you (laughs) You want to let the other player finish without the distraction of, you know, all the applause and the tournament being over. So he literally puts a coin almost like in the hole hole to mark his ball. It's huge. And then uh, I think Victor Hovland played, finished out. They put the ball back and just touched it. And it (laughs) dropped into the cup. And he won for the first time. The shortest ever putt to win a PGA Tour event. And he like gets, gets, one millimeter. And now he gets to play the Masters. He gets to play all the majors. He's a, it's a three-year exemption because it's one of the elevated events. Incredible, so he's dude. He saved this year and the next three years on tour. Huge win. It's a huge win. For this kid Ooh. that, uh, you know, just a few years ago was uh, was a good, but not not like uh, an unbelievable college golfer. It reminded me of our friend Steve Sugimoto who's doing that same thing, trying to go to – You know, Japan, Asian tour, grind grind his way up. But it's a sign that that it can be done. Put in the work, you do it, there is a pathway to to greatness on the golf course. And Kurt Kitayama yesterday showed just how to do it. Congratulations to him on a big win.
2: Greatness on the golf course has been eluding me for many, many months. So hopefully we can get that uh, back at some point a lot of fun. All right, let's go to break.
3: All right, final uh, segment final of the segment. day.
2: Topic wheel for sure.
3: Topic wheel, Padres, always a fair topic. Calls 833-288-0973. We got all of it on the table for our final segment on a Monday. With Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. Time to I guess it was a
0: beating. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich
4: golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight,
1: the better the reward.
3: Now. I have no idea. Stupid. I still see tweets, but I can't click on any links and I don't see any pictures or videos. <laughs>
2: this monster.
3: Except for ads. I still see those. I believe tweets uh, with videos, pictures, or
4: links are having a lot of issues right now. Stupid. Tweet deck is down.
2: Stupid Bobby Cressy, Padres Organist, who I love like a brother tweets this just now knowing full well pictures are unavailable on twitter he tweets at these at these steven woods i saw you i saw what you were doing with those ladies and here's the pic sorry pal i can't stay silent <laughs> just a
1: pic just a blank and <laughs> oh, i hate uh, you twitter hate support you. says <laughs> some
3: parts of twitter may not be working as expected right now we made an internal change that has some unintended consequences. Oh, do you think We're so? We're working on this now, and we'll share an update when it's fixed. I hate you, well, Bob Cressy. You know what? Our YouTube stream <laughs> is still up. You Look can always what you catch did us you to that these way.
2: ladies. You're, I can't stay silent.
3: What'd you do? Maybe it's a picture of you just entertaining them on the radio <laughs> for four hours every morning.
2: Oh, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. That's what uh-huh. you
3: did to them. Oh,
2: man it is a little weird yeah you can i can't see it on my computer i can see it on my phone but not on our computer so if we haven't gotten back to you there's a problem with twitter sorry
3: this hour on 973 the fan is brought to you <sighs> by 5 hour energy visit 5 replace your afternoon coffee with a 5 hour energy it's perfect when you're feeling coffeeed out and your stomach will thank you discover 5 hour energy learn more at fivehourenergy.com. hourenergycom who was the latest padre to hit get the stomach Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. Now it
2: said it freaked me out for a second because he was out yesterday and it said an abdominal issue, and I thought for a second I'm like, oh, did he like pull his abs? And I went, oh no, he's got the he's got the poops,
3: he's got the poops. Started with Jake, and Jake had around. like
2: norovirus or something. I'm really glad we bump fists with him uh, two days after his norovirus scare. Uh, but he's fine and uh, is hitting very well and playing very well and uh as are most of the most of the gang out there but yeah Matt Carpenter had a little bit of the the trots as they call them not a fun sport to, no sport is fun to play with the trots no baseball's not great
3: can we try something here so i know the topic wheel is uh, oiled up and ready to go yeah greased it up um we've never can we do a caller like come in and join us for a topic wheel Absolutely. if I throw out the phone number. Yeah, hell
2: yeah. Somebody suggested that the other day. You I don't get
3: it. you don't get to choose the topic. The topic wheel chooses the topic. You. Yeah. But you can join us for our answers on the topic wheel. So if you want to uh take part, call now 833-288-0973 and we'll get to a little topic wheel after a check of traffic here on 973 the fan.
2: Dilapidated Twitter website. My <laughs> wife has weighed in and said, "Thank you, Bobby. I'm tired of living with the lies. <laughs> I did nothing wrong." All
3: right, if you want to join us for our Tier One topic wheel, eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Before we do that, we do have the lineup for today's Padres Dodgers game down in Glendale, Arizona. Oh yeah, let's and, go! Uh, they're taking uh, some of the the big stars. Uh, Trent Grisham leading off in center field. Fernando Tatis Jr. batting second in right field. Matt Carpenter. Abdominal issues subsided. He will play first base and bat third. Luis Campusano cleaning up, doing the catching. David Dahl out in left field batting fifth. I feel like David Dahl is making a strong push to make this roster. Austin Nola, the DH, uh, batting sixth. Rugned Odor at second base batting seventh. Jackson Merrill. Playing shortstop and batting eighth, he had another RBI single yesterday and continues to impress. Just a teenager out there playing with the big leaguers, and then Jansen Witty playing third base, not Manny Machado, but Jansen Witty batting ninth, and Nick Martinez on the mound making what should be his uh, final start before he joins Team USA for the World Baseball Classic. I like it. Up. I like it. All right, let's uh, go out to the phones. Uh, who do you want to go to here, Pauly? Uh, we've got. Dexter. All right, let's go to Dexter. He is going to be on our Tier 1 Topic Wheel. Good morning, Dexter. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. It's an honor
5: to to be joining you today. All right, we're going to spin the Topic
3: Wheel, and we're all going to have our answers. So, Polly, spin away. Such a happy sound. It is.
4: (laughs) If you could... Make it so that you won gold. In any Olympic
3: event, what would you choose? A gold medalist in any Olympic event. Well, it would definitely be one of the really individual ones. Like, I don't want to be part of a big team of gold medal winners. We know. I want to be my own gold medal winner. <laughs> we're so very, not sharing we're it very aware. Um, I mean, this can this is totally hypothetical. I don't. Do you I have want to, to be on the dream team? Like, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't want to be on the dream I mean, team. I don't know. I mean, Christian Leitner was on the dream team. Yeah, he's got a gold medal. To he prove does, it. but it wasn't like he was playing. So much was Michael Jordan on that team, LeBron <laughs> yeah. James. Yes, I don't want to be the Christian Leitner of the dream team. You're already the Christian Leitner of the dream <laughs> team. <Take this FMI, laughs> as far as you know. <laughs> 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 Thanks
2: a lot. <laughs> um, mine's easy boxing because then nobody
4: would ever mess boxing, with me gold for the metal, rest of box, my life uh
3: 100, 100 meter me? dash 100 huh? yard dash is a great yard dash it is good yeah i'm gonna go with uh fastest man on the planet on the planet <laughs> i'm gonna go with ski jumping ski jumping right, wouldn't it would be cool hell? to be able to fly through the air further than anyone That's, off the slopes it's pretty just badass like just, i mean that would
2: be kind of cool dexter what do you got for us
5: Oh, well, I can just picture Ben the Eagle, well, like Eddie the Eagle.
2: There's two images. Um, I've got Polly. <laughs> I've
1: got if, you, never, hey, if, if, if you guys,
3: if you off. haven't, if you haven't, see that movie and then picture Ben as Eddie the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle. I mean, if you're giving a yeah. real answer, obviously golf. I like yeah. to be right. the, the um, gold medals in yeah. golf. And, you know, um, Paul mentioned fastest man on
2: earth. Um, actually... Because I'm a huge NASCAR fan, I would pick one of the bobsled events because they have one, two, Terrifying. and
3: yes.
5: and four, and you're going down. You're going down there at like. Top speed, just like you're in NASCAR.
3: See now, it's the most and NASCAR terrifying. actually developed the sleds. In, unless you're the driver, though, you know what the job of the other na- the bob is? Don't die. You run really fast for like four seconds, <laughs> and, then, and then you hop in and you put your head down between your knees the entire way down. You don't even see a second of your race. Good. Only the one guy, the driver in the back, is the only guy who watches. Everybody else's job is to just be as aerodynamic and keep their <laughs> helmet as low as possible to reduce wind shear. That would be the worst that would be the worst Olympic job in my mind. You get to run for like five seconds and then hope you don't crash. Hope we don't die. On are you good? Are we good? On a roller coaster.
6: Are <laughs> we do it. What's our
3: time? What's our time? Are we Stop. winning? Are we losing? <laughs> don't crash, please.
5: <laughs> shut up. Oh, shut
2: <laughs> Thank you, Dexter. That's brilliant. Brilliant,
3: brilliant. All right, brilliant. Let's, uh, let's get to uh, Is this Chris on the line. Chris, uh, you're on our yeah, tier, tier, right, tier one uh, topic wheel.
6: <laughs> how we looking? How are we looking? How are we looking? How we looking? What? Shut up. Shut up. they are 800
4: second behind What age do you wish you could permanently be? Oh, that's such a brilliant... Oh. Brilliant oh gosh. Um I'm going to go with 22.
3: Chris, okay, so old year. enough old enough to drink.
2: What a year. I think oh.
3: <laughs> oh. That's it's not a bad choice. I was thinking what like a year. I was thinking like 23. 20, 22, 23. I feel Do like I really
2: want to be that age.
3: I want a little more experience. I'm thinking 29 maybe. Late 20s, enough that you've You've seen a little bit. You've lived a little bit. I mean, I feel like I live better now than I ever did in my 20s. I just I just would also like to be a little healthier and younger and have more energy. Work less. And, yeah. But in terms of, like, knowing what I enjoy and living my better life, the older I've gotten, the better I seem to do at it. So I wouldn't want to be too young and make all the same mistakes that, you know, 22 year olds make all the time. You made literally zero mistakes.
2: Zero That's mistakes. True. So any age you pick yeah. is going to be good for you. I, was, I mean, I'm you Mason. think I'm
3: awkward now, though? I mean, I was really, really awkward in my like 20s. Because we weren't friends. That's part yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, I didn't, really I hadn't honestly, met you yet.
2: The wingman to help you out. Uh, you guys can be blown away by my answer, but I would say, I would honestly 82. say, no, Probably, <laughs> probably 42. Yeah probably 42. My 20s were so uh up like just what's the word I'm
3: looking for? Um the year before you met me, 42, huh? It's
2: the year I had a child. All right. Now I love being a dad. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world. It's I, I really do. So I think uh <clears throat> the, my 20s were so tumultuous where it, like I couldn't sleep at night because I had something legal pending over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously, right. like my whole 20s were like just I was just a ball of trouble and anxiety my 30s not much better and and then you know I'm everything now is as good as it's ever been in my life I would pick like
3: I mean is there an argument to be made for something like like three three just to be well yeah. cared for tended for all your needs or just
4: yeah but
2: you don't hand it, it to you
3: all boring. the time It'd be
4: boring yeah but is it boring if you was screwy. gonna do anything like young I would have said probably like 17 17 not quite legal yet. But you feel like you're an adult. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, for sure. dude, 17 years old. Like, Again, what was your biggest care in the world? You weren't going Girls, to acoustic wave school. therapy, oh, yeah. I'll tell you that at 17.
2: <laughs> <Still> <laughs> that was an issue. Some
3: acne and some issues, though, at 17. Still that, a little
2: gawky. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, I really, I've enjoyed, except for the rapid decline in health, uh, I've enjoyed my 40s because, you know, I have a house, I've got a wife, I've got kids I love, and that, that makes me happy. But, like, I don't know, there was, being young was ah, just, it was so tumultuous for me, man, in my head, and just, I was thinking about it the other day, Ben, knock on wood, like, I don't have a speeding ticket to worry about, nothing, like, everything in legal-wise in my life is so good, and if you've never had those... Experiences of being on probation and having an interlock device in your car, and you know, uh, you have to go to a probation meeting and do community service. Like, if you've never experienced it, it sucks. It sucks. And I never want to do it again. So for me, I would say in my some sometime in my 40s. I've really enjoyed my 40s a lot. All
3: right, so I think, did uh, did Adam do this or did you do it, Paul, from the 97.3, the fan account? I haven't done it yet. So uh, it's uh, what Ben Higgins would look like flying through the air as a ski jumper, but then it's just the blank picture oh, because of Twitter. Yeah, because but of Twitter. Twitter's working again now. So <laughs> <What's> <laughs> everything's back, nothing. It's still the blank picture, but everything else is working. You can click on the links again and all the pictures are back. So... The joke, of course, falls flat because everyone's he, going, where's the picture? He should just stop. Just the timing was just didn't work out that well. All right, do we have time for one more? Just swinging a mess
4: by Adam. Is yeah. that what I'm, uh, what I'm getting
3: Unfortunately, at? the Twitter got him there. And now it's there's like I no cannot win with these guys. No, I just I I can't do it. Uh, let's see. I like our friend Jordan is on the line from North Carolina. Good morning, Jordan. Good morning. Good to be on with you guys again. I'm glad you guys are doing this because I've been suggesting it a couple of oh, times. This is You're in. A well,
2: you notice Benny didn't give you any credit, Jordan, when he took your idea Tier today. 1
3: topic wheel. You're in, Jordan. Let's spin it, Polly.
4: a Zombie Apocalypse, which fictional character would you want by your side?
3: Zombie Apocalypse. So, you could go with, uh, you know, the current zombie apocalypse show, The Last of Us, mm-hmm. and have uh, Joel, who would be pretty cool to have beside you, some experience in the zombie apocalypse. But, I don't know, I mean, I'd probably want, like, some sort of really gnarly superhero who can... Protect you. Right? I'll take
2: Paige Spiranak with me. <laughs> fictional character.
3: Oh, fictional.
4: Nice try, though.
3: Thank you. You're, so you're thinking <laughs> more like how you can live You see, best. Me,
4: you
2: see me working. Uh, fictional character.
3: Yeah, so I, I'm going with like Captain America.
2: Yeah, I don't watch
3: any of those. I know. I don't. You could go like Superman or something like that, fictional. I like this one, Jordan. What would you say?
4: Well, of course I get this question. I had great answers for the other ones, but <laughs> <laughs> so of course your first instinct is to say a superhero, or whatever. But you know what? I'm going to get super nerdy here. I would pick a Pokemon because think about it. Like if you're on like if you're with Charizard or whatever, he can just burn. All the zombies with his like fire break. Like, right, cut, I'm thinking of Pokemon hang on. because. Foley, hang on, <laughs> Am I wrong? We Am I wrong? We no have no like, come idea. On. We have
3: no idea. You could be making up words for all we know. <laughs> I know my kids did Pokemon, so I do know that there uh, such a thing as a Charizard exists, and that's all I know. Jordan. Paul, control. you didn't give an answer, know. did you? Like, Wouldn't like Harry Potter probably be some help? Ooh, magic. <laughs>
2: Obi-Wan Kenobi.
3: <laughs> Lightsabers that can just slice through the zombies. Die
4: your way. Or Will Smith from the movie I Am Legend. He took down yeah. plenty of zombies. That's
3: true. I hate this topic. I
4: love All
2: right, that.
3: let's do one more just so we can finish. We don't have any more comments, but let's just on finish a on, a, on a good note here. All right. <laughs> good work, words. <laughs> With the last one
2: <laughs> it's a hot dog a sandwich
4: scariest <laughs> dream you've ever had oh <sighs> scary dream I have these
2: uh it's happened a couple times some of these after my kids that's the one that just uh it it legit freaks me out to no end like somebody's trying to get in my house that that one I've had it like three or four times it's not fun.
4: Yeah, I've had nightmares where like my wife died or like my dog dies, and it just feels so real, and you wake up in such a sweat Sweat, and a a panic. panic. Yeah, just like almost in tears. You
2: ever have the one? I have the one. It's scary because it's scary, but it's not scary like, ooh, there's a boogeyman after me. I'm on a motorcycle, and I'm on a roller coaster, riding on the roller coaster but on a motorcycle, and I fly off, and I'm suspended hundreds of feet in the air, and I'm like... I'm going to crash, and I'm going to crash hard. And I always wake up. It's so scary.
3: I don't know what it means psychologically, but I often have dreams where I'm being chased. Like something is chasing me, and I'm just trying to get away. Sleep. And it's very scary. Do you, right. yeah, do you like still I'm have those? Trying to guess, I still have them yeah. quite Did often. Did you have like
4: nightmares as a kid? Like a, a recurring nightmare?
3: It's. I mean, they're always a little bit different. I mean, I could be in a different setting, but it oftentimes involves something pursuing me, and I'm trying to get away from it, hide from it, run from it, fly away from it. Yeah. I get that a lot. I wonder what that means. I don't know. I'm sure there's analysts who can probably there's tell me.
2: There's one I've had about losing my teeth, and that means something, uh, but that one's a scary one. You wake up and you're like, oh, no, you I'm still good. I'm still good. Need to brush more. I like that one better.
3: Country music superstar Sam Hunt will take over the Resorts World Theater for a limited two-night engagement, April 21st and 22nd. Tickets on sale now at Axis.com. That's com. but you can win tickets in a two-night stay just by listening to 97.3 The Fan. Every hour you listen, now through March 19th, equals one entry in the contest. That's it for the topic wheel, and that's it for the Monday edition of Ben and Woods. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. for Paul Reindel, for Stephen Woods. I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your day from all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.